0: Ballin out, ballin out, ballin out. Nice. Due to a mix-up at the podcast factory, it's oops all Davids <laughs> <laughs> this week, featuring David Citrick.
1: It's great to be here uh, in the anime
2: kitchen.
0: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> David Spector, hey, it's good to be here in the California Pizza Anime Kitchen, and David Twyty. Yep. My wife.
0: (laughs) Uh, I am your substitute David for the week, Jeremy Hammond. (laughs) Welcome to the show, everybody. How are we all doing today? I'm I'm good, man. It's fucking hot. It's It's so hot. It's really hot. hot. (laughs) And unfortunately, due to the way that this apartment is set up, we need to have the doors closed. (laughs) So it's only going to get hotter. It's cool, man. we're just... Hanging out in the sweat
2: closet. (laughs) Oh, it's a David sauna, and we're all bacon. Oh, this yeah. is this feels like how they podcasted during the French Resistance. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is how It they, takes me back to the
1: early 1900s when the German immigrants would build
0: podcasts. <laughs> yeah, behind in the, the Iron East Curtain, East. when they had to when they had to hide their podcasts from Stalin's goons. I refuse to participate in this riff. <laughs> Uh, Twitey, the sad David. <laughs> all right, so what's our what's our David business for the week? <laughs> I don't know. What are we talking
1: about? <laughs> what is what is the news of the world in David dreams? <laughs> Wait, is this
0: not your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what I just are don't we know. What, I don't know what we talk about when it's all David's. <laughs> <laughs> it's Usually Bernie a real, Sanders, it's a real so, yeah. grab bag. <laughs> Well, so what's, uh, I don't know, usually when we're behind the paywall, I I should intro the show a little bit better. Uh, Due to the fact that Katie and Alex are uh, out of town this week, I've decided to just stall for a
3: couple of days by uh,
0: inviting some Davids over to watch some anime with me. Uh, So I guess we'll treat it like a behind the paywall episode and just ask, what's going on in everyone's fucking
2: week, huh? Remember that HBO movie, Liberace behind the paywall?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> it, just, it just reminds me of, of the Fourth of July when we were talking about the podcast and the like. Various people that would come on, and you were talking about how, like, oh yeah, we get Cedric because Cedric understands the game, and he has, it'll be a standard episode. And then we get Spectre if we just want to derail fucking everything. Forever. <laughs> Just immediately, the moment the show starts,
0: David will say something about Alex's balls, and then we're off to the races.
4: And, and then you get me in there if you need
0: someone to quietly judge you Though We get you in there when we need an additional David. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah.
1: You gotta have
4: a spare somewhere we, 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 we sent
1: an inspector down to the podcast factory and there was an accident and now he came out of David. <laughs> One of it's the hardest,
2: <laughs> One of the hardest things a person can do is come out as David. <laughs>
1: How old were you when you came out as a David inspector?
2: <laughs> All right. Well, Twitey, it's, it's
0: been the longest since we've spoken to you. Yeah. What's what's been going on in your life? What's new? What's
4: what's well, happening? So I just like have a bunch of LSD that a friend of mine gave to me like, uh-huh. a, like a month and a half ago, and I've just been doing it too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weekly thing lately. Uh, and uh, and that's been pretty fun. I had the the day off from work last Friday. Mm-hmm. So I just ate some acid at like 10 in the morning. And then I walked around in Prospect Park and listened to Electric
0: Light Orchestra for like three <laughs> hours. Wow. Uh, one time I did a, a focus group on LSD. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, There was a little while where it was a similar situation where I just had to, like come across a lot of LSD and I didn't know what else to do with it because I couldn't uh, I mean I don't want to confess to a crime on the show but I couldn't do that quick enough Yeah. Uh, uh, focus so this
1: group is how this
0: bento anime came out great but yeah so I was just like taking it all the time I was taking it the same way that like I would take Adderall now Okay. Where I'm just like, I need to, like, stay up all night. So it just takes some oh, LSD. Yeah,
4: I've been, like, my move has been to, like, do it around noon on Saturday. And uh-huh. then by the time it's wearing off, I'm ready to go get drunk.
0: And it feels fucking <laughs> great. I dude. bet, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I had taken it once uh, just to, like, stay up all night and work on stuff. And then I forgot that I had to go to this focus group in the morning for, like, a, like a cell phone game. <laughs> okay. It was like one of those like like back when like You're just y- the one guy who's like, This game fucking rules. Yeah, I know totally. I was like, this game fucking rules. This, I love it. It this was like the jeweled a- blitz game is great, but what if it was candy?
2: <laughs> I really I really like this uh this cell phone game, but could you remove the level where my mother's face just appeared? <laughs> um
1: I hate how the the final boss is just my fear.
4: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so that's basically what I've been up to. Just getting progressively weirder. uh, And uh, No, I don't know. I'm I'm going to Minneapolis later this week. I'm recording my first album of stand-up comedy. Wow. um, And that's exciting. Do you have a name yet? Pointy Little Body. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, so I don't know. So I've most been spending most of my time just uh being positive that I'm gonna fuck it up real bad. <laughs> um but aside from that, same old shit, man. I uh, I work at a social media factory. That's what I was doing before I came here today. Mm-hmm. Just writing Instagram posts for a doctor's office in Connecticut.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is the doctor's name David? There are a bunch of them. I wish Some that, of them, I think. I don't know. I wish that doctors had to promote themselves on Instagram the same way comics do, where it's just like a picture of your doctor's ass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Dr. Alexis, the thought dentist.
4: (laughs) I've been trying to get him to send me more thoughty pictures (laughs) to boost the... I mean, I don't know what kind of fucking weirdos are following this doctor's office in the first place. like uh, They're like an orthopedic surgery office and shit, so it's just like... Uh you want I follow this account it gives me advice on what to do for a sprained ankle. It's fucking
0: stupid. What I do for a living has no value. Just starts posting stuff like if I can splint 5 shins, uh-huh. they'll let me splint shins at the Mayo Clinic. Yeah. <laughs> Just That's a callback to an earlier riff. <laughs> Minor league <laughs> shin splinting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like it's like a medical bringer. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a... Yeah, you, you get the idea. We, we, we're all yeah, following. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. mm. <laughs> um, I don't know. David uh, Spector, what would I... <laughs>
1: you, you gotta be more specific.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a prison of my own design. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Specs, uh,
0: what's new with you aside from talking about Alex's balls? Well, speaking of Alex's balls,
2: <laughs> Alex and I are going to have a ball on tour this September. If yeah, I
0: heard a story about wow, that. Wow, we're really
2: getting the
4: plugs out of the way. Right? Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, this is going to be a mostly plug <laughs> you, episode. You said,
1: you said speaking of Alex's balls and Twitey rolled his eyes into the Bronx. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he rolled his eyes back into his head like Alex's balls receded to his own body. Stop it. We said we wouldn't. Talk about
0: it anymore? <laughs> we made
2: a promise,
0: did did we? I was not here for that. I
2: wonder. The one thing I can never bring it up, but I really wonder if Alyssa knows that I know this. Yes, she does know um, that you know this, does. and she's very mad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the cats are mad. Luna's very distraught.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I. Uh, well, oh, but I, wait. So, I, so two things about yeah. your tour. Uh, yes. One is that. Uh, I'm mad at you. Uh-huh. <laughs> because I worked very hard to design you a poster that said, David Spector, too dangerous for Netflix.
2: Okay. And you turned it down. <laughs> I love this poster, by the way. Alex was livid. Bartley... <laughs> <laughs> partly because we're co-headlining and he is not on the poster <laughs> you know he
0: makes
1: it's making a good point there <laughs> That's...
4: yeah you should have given him his own thing like not dangerous enough for yeah. Netflix
0: no, put, he's got a little side note next to David's face okay that says uh, Alex quotes no seat belts
2: Patek <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah I did see this it
1: Al- is re- Alex Patek too many cats for Netflix <laughs> okay it is
2: Before I say uh, this other thing, just real quick, it is really funny that Nick DiPaolo is too dangerous for Netflix and Ted Bundy is not. But, Uh, but, okay, so Alex and I asked Jeremy for this poster like a week ago, and uh then. Like we're trying to get details from the Booker because we're producing the show down in at Atlanta, and Jeremy's like, "I have this poster. It's good to go. All I need is like how much the tickets cost." And it was a few days before <laughs> I could get back to Jeremy, and it's like been a week, and then he sends me this poster that is like unusable. And you cannot promote yourself with this poster of just.
0: You like, have no idea how much fun it was <laughs> to have made this poster a week ago, asked for this information, knowing full well that when I sent it to you. <laughs> <laughs> this was gonna be the response to and, just sit there and look at David Spector. Too dangerous for Netflix.
2: And then Alex isn't even on it, and he has this <laughs> weird nickname. And like literally the booker who's this very this great woman, but like she like sent me this text was like, just so you know, we have no tolerance for hate speech, and of like, of course, this is a comedy show. You know, what are you I I understand why you have to say this, but then I was like, am I going to immediately send her this poster? Of me?
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, I just love the fact that Jeremy agreed to help you with your tour promotion as a prank. Yes!
2: That was the thing. So, when we said, hey, we can't use this, like, I assumed uh, uh, that there's somewhere, uh, like, there was it was like a big, ba- and there was a real poster Jeremy made. He didn't make a real poster. He had this sitting in his room for a fucking week, knowing uh, <laughs> we, we would reject it. <laughs> (laughs) That's
1: so fucking funny.
2: (laughs) And like, I'm such a fucking phony asshole because like, whenever anybody does anything like this for me, I feel so weird sending it back and saying it's not good. Yeah, you were very (laughs) reluctant to send that back. (laughs) So Alex sends you a text that is like, go fuck yourself, Jeremy. (laughs) And you're like, I'm not making another poster. (laughs) And I like, called Alex and I'm like, what are we gonna do? And he's like, can you talk to Jeremy? And I'm like, all right, I'll try, but you know you're, you're better friends with Jeremy, and this was your idea. So if it doesn't work, can you fix this? And he goes, "If this doesn't work, no one's fixing it." And I'm like, "All right, Alex is mad." And then, so I message Jeremy, and this is just like again, it's a prank poster. And my initial message is, "Jeremy, love the poster." We are we are spiking the level. You yeah, did a great job, yes. buddy.
4: Yeah, you we need just... to account for the fact that Spectre is screaming directly <laughs> into his microphone. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 tough to be Alex, man, because
0: people just fuck with him all the yeah. time, and it's I impossible
4: know. to take him seriously when he's mad. No, I
0: remember the first time when he first started doing Poddam with Jake, when the two of them, like, dusted up the first time, and, like, Jake talking to me, just like, I-, I, don't, I don't even know how to confront him. It's like fighting a fucking cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah worried if you push
4: him too far he's gonna whack you with a comically
2: large mallet or something he'll show me he'll show me text between him and Jake about just like Jake's so like, okay, you know, we're going to have to do two podcasts this week. And Alex will be like, you are a silver man with a fist from God. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing about Alex. Yeah, it's like
0: people often who listen to the show will be surprised when they meet him in person at a show or whatever. And they're like, oh, you really talk like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Alex, Alex really a, talks yeah. like that. That's, and he is a human being. He, he's a human person <laughs> against who all really us. talks like yeah. that. To the point where you can't ever really take anything he says yeah, like, super this, seriously until he reiterates it and I think twyde I think I've told you the story that when our our friend Raghav died and I got the call from Alex to talk about it he was like hey buddy <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you might want to sit
3: down for this. <laughs>
4: oh, no, dude. Well, like, so oh, like when we were we were at Raghav's apartment like right <laughs> after it happened and uh-huh. it's like was... and it's like we were like, oh fuck, we got to tell Kate, uh Rogov's ex-girlfriend, uh And like we were just like Who's gonna fucking do this Like no one wanted to do it obviously It was just like Just a fucking nightmare to make that call And Alex is like yeah I'll do it And then he calls her And he's like walking away from us And you just hear him go Hello, Kate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, so, like, the day, I think it would be okay with me sharing this, but, like, earlier that day, like, I was the one that told Alex what happened, Uh and uh, I called him on the phone, and I was just like, yeah, uh, you know, Rago passed, and he was just sort of like, what? Uh Oh, no! Uh (laughs) Jesus. (laughs)
2: Okay, I gotta go. Uh
3: Jesus God, fucking Christ. Wait,
2: that is like, it is so funny that we're making fun of him for experiencing no. grief. Yeah, know it was,
1: I in mean, no, I want to be clear, I'm in no way making fun of him, but it was
0: just sort of like anguish, well, uh, but he, he, Alex and, style. And, and, I remember him telling me about this because there was a dog who I guess was there at Raghav's apartment and yeah. he was like, he was like it's weird how like dogs just can't experience grief yeah. all they can experience is like being a dog yeah, and everything right. is fun and the i was dog's like, excited it's like oh there are so many people there. yeah well and i was like alex that
4: sounds wildly
0: familiar
1: to me. <laughs> oh, oh is Bad. it you mean like the way the way alex went over to the bodega and got pork rinds immediately <laughs>
2: At uh, the visitation for uh, Raga, like it, you know, it was so emotionally intense. Obviously, and like everybody's crying, and I'm I'm standing outside at one point, and Alex walks out, and it was, you know, just the the bottom of what you could be feeling on a day like that. And Alex just walks up to me and goes, "There's my special man." <laughs> He's a real ray of sunshine. There is value to
0: it. Oh, no. That's the thing is I
1: felt way better. (laughs) Yeah,
4: He's a real treat. I'm happy he's our friend.
1: Yes. (laughs) We, I think, unanimously, to be clear, to end this on an appropriate note, we do yeah, love you, Alex, love very much. Because is... he will listen to this and probably be upset.
0: Yeah, no, he's not, uh, he, he's not a monster like uh, uh, certain people we know who had a funniest sweater at the funeral contest. Oh, Jesus. my God. Oh, my God. I think it's great <laughs> to wear big dog to a funeral. <laughs> it's okay, he'll never hear that. Oh, no, yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> Speaking of I was
4: going to say something to him and I just didn't see him
2: for a while but it's like wow that was super fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh big dogs, I'm going to transition this into a nightmare I had if that's okay.
0: Oh my god, I had a nightmare too. Let's talk about it. Ooh, All right. I had a nightmare, had a nightmare 3. Here we go.
2: This is Dream the spooky talk. part of the podcast. I think mine m- might be the most disturbing. Um It was an episode of the Tonight Show. It was the Jay Leno Tonight Show. Okay. And as one of the segments... That's the only one as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) (laughs) And as one of the segments, Jay Leno got a hair job. (laughs) (laughs) From who? I believe it was Jenna Elfman. I think she
0: was. (laughs) That's just like part of a press tour. (laughs) Hey,
1: hey, Dami, you want to go jaywalking? (laughs) Yeah
0: what the fuck oh my god I I had a nightmare the other night that I had to replace Oprah. (laughs) Wow. A lot of talk show related anxiety. In what context? Like Oprah didn't... As the editor of O Magazine? No, no, no. Oprah didn't want to be Oprah anymore. And so they were like, we need a new Oprah. It's going to be you, Jeremy." So so like the movie Dave, but you and Oprah. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. It's exactly like Dave. Uh, I'm just
2: imagining Maya Angelou as a guest on this podcast. And then you're like, what up, Piss Pig? We have Maya Angelou. <laughs> uh,
1: my, my nightmare was that I was being terrorized by the Baba Duke, but it was over Facebook Messenger. <laughs> So it was just like it was literally me dreaming, like looking at a Facebook Messenger
2: screen and just blue text <laughs> popping up with the Baba Duke picture next to it. I, I like, I talked to you online enough to tell you exactly what that dream was about. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's do a segment, shall
0: we? Sure. Are we doing Dark Passenger? Is that what we? No, uh, we're gonna do <laughs> we're gonna do a segment. I'm calling. Famous <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hope this is all barbecue related
4: <laughs> I used to My first job when I was in high school Was I worked at a Famous Dave's barbecue restaurant wow. And the name tags there Say famous and then your name So mine said <laughs> Famous David And people would always come in and be like Oh you like the guy And I'm like I fucking hate it here <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sucks ass. The My barbecue life is a dogs. Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: Actually, really good food though. I really still a famous Dave's. Yeah, I still like the. Buffalo I don't know what a famous Dave's is. What is it? Oh, it oh. must be like a midwestern thing. I yeah. guess it's, it's, it's like in New York. It's founded in Chicago. I think it's nationwide. But uh, yeah, I worked at the one in Bloomington, Minnesota, which recently closed. Rest in peace. And, uh, yeah, I did not, I didn't, I was. Imagine,
1: a- imagine if somebody crossed the dinosaur barbecue chain of, uh, in the East Coast
0: with, like, a cracker barrel. Mm. That's, oh. Yeah, that's yeah. about right. Okay. But, uh. So they've got, like, dumb shit all over the walls and whatever. Yeah, uh, defi- yeah, 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 like,
1: yeah. dumb folksy shit and mm. very, like, yeah. There's one, there's one in Minneapolis that has, like, a stage where actual blues bands come on. Every Sunday night, they have a blues open mic where you just go on and jam blues with
0: a band In that's like. a a
4: very yuppie part of Minneapolis Very much now. so, yeah. Dude, they
0: do that at uh, Potbelly's, too.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't been to a Potbelly's where they had someone playing guitar in a while. But, yeah. um, no, I just, uh, the when uh, it started going south for me at Famous Dave's when uh, my manager came up to me one day and he's like, uh, he's like you need to act happier when people come in. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I was like, all right. And he's like, just like, Almost like you're retarded. Like that's a direct <laughs> quote. I was just like, I'm so fucking done with this.
1: <laughs> that's weirdly empathetic that he gets that it's a terrible job, but just like pretend to be brain dead. I don't it's think
4: like... I don't think that he had that level of uh, uh, like sense of irony. I, I mean, this is like a. Like he was like forty years old and he's a manager of famous sure, Dave's and he's like enough. and he's like yeah you we you want to show famous hospitality I'm like fucking kill yourself <laughs> John burn in hell
1: <laughs> the guy who thought the fucking Fridays manager was the hero of Office Space yeah right. <laughs>
4: Oh well, that was another job that I had. I worked at um, I worked at Valley Fair Family Amusement Park in Shakopee, Minnesota during Ooh. summers when I was in high school and college. And uh, during the orientation, they unironically showed the flare scene from <laughs> Office Space, and they're like, uh, and they're like, yeah, it's a funny scene, right? But what what they're saying is right, actually. That you <laughs> should like try to inject your own personality into the job, and it's like, oh my god, this is terrible. Woof.
2: Did you guys ever? I once worked at Target and I had to do this orientation where they just showed movies about how unions are out to get me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen clips from those. Yeah, when you work at Target, you're also a target for unions. <laughs> I swear to They're God. out there. They'll get you if you're not mm-hmm. careful. Like, what about... When I was in high school, one of the things they said was, uh, if you have a union, you can't talk to your boss directly. And I was like, I fucking hate talking to my boss. Yeah, why is that a selling point? Oh,
4: you mean I can't hang out with my bro? (laughs) This guy who's like 30 years older than me and fucking hates the way his life is
1: going? Well, uh... I, could, I think I could top that. When I was working for Blockbuster, one of the things in the contract that you had to sign, like the employment mm. contract that you had to sign, was that uh, any and all uh, creative uh, output you had, like novels, screenplays, yeah. anything that you wrote while you were an employee of Blockbuster... Well, the rights were given to Blockbuster what? in perpetuity. Whoa!
2: <laughs> yeah, I think that means technically Pulp Fiction is property <laughs> of Blockbuster. <laughs> well, well, and
1: I and I asked my manager. Like I was reading that, I asked my manager at the time. It was like, "What the hell is this shit?" And she was like, "Yeah, I'm working on a screenplay, but nobody's going to know about it until I'm done working here." <laughs> like, this is
4: fucking
2: horrifying. <laughs> I would love that if that's
1: like... It doesn't
2: seem like that worked out very well for him. Oh, I don't I'm think sure they they it's ever saw a from that clause. Yeah, there's, but...
1: there's no way that's an enforceable
2: thing. Yeah, right. There's no way. Yeah. There, it would be amazing, though, if that's the deus ex machina that revives Blockbuster, where they just suddenly realize they have the rights to a ton of hentai. <laughs> <laughs> hentai?
4: Wait, I'm working on my hentai screenplay. Honestly, it's in play. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not sure how much money there is in screenwriting hentai. Uh,
0: I worked in college, I worked for Insomnia Cookies. Ooh, all right. Which is, uh, for those who don't know, it's like a company that you like, it's like 24 hour cookie delivery or like late night at least. And I used to work there when they like first first started in New York. They didn't even have a storefront yet. Yeah. They were operating it out of an apartment, which is super illegal. <laughs> you absolutely cannot do that, but just, they you know, did it anyway. It's just like next door to the guy hawking a weed delivery service out of his place. Well, I place. only went to the interview because I thought it was a weed delivery company. <laughs> because I saw their post on Craigslist, and I was like, this is fucking hilarious. I have to go check it out. And I thought it was going to be weed, and then I got there, and it wasn't. And I talked to one of the drivers who was already there, and he was like, yeah, no, I thought it was weed, too. (laughs) It's just regular cookies. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny.
1: Just an army of drivers that are all trying to sell weed. And we all did. Everybody did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Everybody who worked there sold weed uh, because it's the most obvious A to B business you could ever have. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, But... The thing that I was going to say is that, like, when I first got there and I saw that it was in an apartment, and uh, I talked to the manager about it, and he's like, Yeah, so the thing is, if uh, the police or the health inspectors or anybody ever comes here, you just don't work here. <laughs> he's like, If they ever ask you any questions about what's going hanging on, hanging out. Yeah, exactly. You're just hanging out. You thought you were here to buy weed. And I was like, All right, great. Well, <laughs> If the cops show up, you're just trying to score drugs.
2: <laughs> We're not operating a cookie business. We're all committing a murder. <laughs> Man, well, because
0: the I, thing is, like, to, to run a cookie business, you have to have these, like, huge industrial-grade ovens all uh, over this apartment. Yeah, it's like a studio uh, apartment in the village. Like, in one of those old buildings that, like, will go up in a second if there's a fire. Oh, there. my God.
4: <laughs> Just the whole building burns down, and it smells delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Circa, circling back to what's going on in
1: our weeks, because uh, I, I used a weed delivery service for the first time uh-huh. a couple of weeks ago, right? And uh, one of the things, like, so like, I was just refilling my vape pen, and they were like, oh, it's your first time using this, so we're going to give you a, a, they said, a free big cookie, right? So they Ooh. hand me this cookie, and it's like a, I mean, it's like a cookie, but it, uh it, on the label, it says it's a 250 milligram cookie. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, if I eat a quarter of this, I will be terrified for the next like eight yeah. hours. Oh my God. So now there's just this weed bomb of a cookie sitting in my fridge that I don't oh, know what yeah. to do with.
4: Hell yeah!
0: <laughs> it's always weird with like eat animals. the whole thing. Listen to Electric Light Orchestra. all. <laughs> <animals>. <laughs> just end your life. <laughs> Telephone Line is a beautiful song. (laughs) It's just weird they never make weed food that's like something that you don't want to eat a ton of at once. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I never like want to eat a quarter of a cookie in real life. Yeah. Mm. Like why don't they just put but like yeah, just when distribute, you distribute do, it better. When you, you know? do
4: mushrooms, it's really easy to exercise portion control. Yeah. Because they disgusting. taste fucking gross. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I,
4: yeah.
1: Please enjoy my new weed that'd delivery be, service, the weed
4: bento bowl. It'd be, <laughs> <laughs> be fucking it'd be so fucking weird just doing like weed savory dishes. <laughs> like I'll, I'll Here, have some of this weed uh ZD. Like. <laughs> weed ZD sounds I, like a terrible band.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Or a SoundCloud rapper, <laughs> I can't get over just the the X-X-X- cookie setup Like, where was it? The village or Upper
0: yeah, West? Yeah, it was yeah. on it was on West Fourth Street. Yeah, uh, like right next to that shitty diner. That is so funny. There's like a Beer, there's like a Belgian beer bar And then like the cookie place Is like right above it Oh I've been to that beer it's bar like if Yeah it's a good bar It's a good enough bar They used to like Trade me drinks for cookies Nice Like I'd bring down cookies At the end of the night And they would just yeah. get me Like pretty fucked up That
1: is my favorite thing What Was my favorite thing About working in the service industry Was just like the weird ways That you would trade Like I would trade Like free movie rentals To the Papa John's people Next door for free uh-huh. pizzas And yeah. stuff
0: It was beautiful It's a beautiful thing We don't need money
1: Yeah no. <laughs> Let, let us get in touch with our uh, our feudal roots and trade goods and services. So this has been Famous Dave's.
0: Yeah, this that was the Famous Dave's segment. Let's uh, let's <laughs> talk we, we, about we talked over it. Oh,
4: I was wondering if we were going to get to that. I thought maybe you just made us watch this. <laughs> yeah, no, we got to
0: we got to kill a half an hour
4: before we could talk okay, about it. Cool.
1: Okay, Uh, so I didn't catch the name of the episode or the name of the anime. The anime Uh, is called Bento. The anime is called Bento. Uh, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we open on a uh, guy who's just gotten his ass kicked. He's uh, got a bandage over his head. He's bloody uh, and he's mumbling about how he missed the half-price Bento. Uh, enter theme song uh, which Killer theme song Fucking cool. yeah, Very yeah. very good it Fucking
2: slaps dude. I, did, you, did you write down Any of the lyrics From it by any chance I
1: did not write down Any no, of the No but lyrics. they're all Just like about how Like mostly because it is to taste Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't write down Any lyrics mostly Because Jeremy didn't Hand me a pad To write anything down with Until
2: halfway through it I think it was One of them was Sweat is our spice Our yeah. scar yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah Our
4: scars glisten
1: <laughs> Why I've said this During the show But why are the Japanese so much better at theme songs than the people who do the English dubs over animes because well because they have
0: to impersonate Japanese music and they can't as feeble sure. western minds. yeah uh, you're getting okay. a copy of a copy at that point yeah, sure. yeah. Like, it's a it's, multiplicity situation mm-hmm. the real comparison is like anime theme music versus like the theme song to like step by step
4: Right.
1: Oh, you sure, know, yeah, like yeah, a proper
0: okay. American theme song. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that Notorious Thrash song, Step by Step. Or like, uh, like the the Seinfeld bass. I yeah, mean, yeah.
4: there aren't a lot. I'm trying to think of like some really badass like American TV show theme songs. Like mm-hmm. Game of Thrones is obviously a great sure. one. Yeah. Um, Metalocalypse. Sure.
1: Yeah. I think The
2: Simpsons actually has a really good theme yeah. song. Danny
4: yeah. Danny Elfman. Yeah.
1: Sure. Um,
0: all of the Alan Thick theme songs. <laughs> um, but yeah, the point is the song uh, whips ass and uh, it's got funny lyrics. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the theme song ends. We come back. Uh, we immediately uh, have our hero talking about in a flashback to how boring his life is uh, except for random moments with his friend where his... Like, oh yeah, he was uh, talking about how his uh, he's got nothing compared to... Oh wait, no! First, he was talking about how they he had exploded his father's factory or something. Yeah, he oh, almost yes, yes.
4: exploded at his father's job. Yeah, there were a lot of weird blind alleys in that first part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, but it was just like, oh yeah, but my life hasn't been anything compared to uh, my friend's life, and then it cut to like his friend just getting like a broomstick shoved yeah, he's up his ass, <laughs> and
4: whatever. Like another thing that does not come back. Uh, yeah, maybe, I, maybe that's a character
0: that shows up in the second or yeah. third episode. Well, you know, but, hey, you got to build to something. You gotta yeah. build, you got to the, lay these but, seeds. What they're establishing here is the like hellish late capitalist nightmare that is this world. Right. Mm, right. Where uh he like his father refuses to pay his if, medical debt and now he has to live on his own. We
1: we establish is that the grocery store is the Hunger Games, so you have to show <laughs> District Seven first before. <laughs> um they uh, we we come back after the flashback. He wakes up uh, on the grocery store floor. He's missed all the food. Ends up with some lame ass fish cakes. He walks off sad. Um, and then like as he's leaving, he sees a woman who he for some reason is convinced is in love with him. Uh, and then he passes out apparently because she's too sexy.
0: Yes. So. I think he sees her like mouth something. Yeah, like, it looks like she says something to him, and he's like three syllables. It must be I love you. That must be what it is. And then he gets so like irreversibly horny yeah. that he passes out and breaks his head open on the side. There's a lot of extremely sad horniness in
1: this
4: show. <laughs> this, I, I will say this show like this has something that I really like in uh in like any sort of fiction. Uh, like Raymond Chandler used to do this a lot but it's just a just a hero who's constantly getting the shit beaten out of him <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that as like a running gag in anything like uh, uh, sorry to bother you add some of that too <laughs> mm-hmm. like I I just love a dude it's popular who's in const- Shane Black movies yeah just a guy who's constantly getting
2: his fucking ass whooped yeah. I love it have you ever read uh, The Time Machine Did It by John Swartzwelder? Mm. oh you would love that the first line of that book is as my story begins, I'm getting punched in the stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. You would love that book.
1: Um, So, uh, we cut to the next morning, and dude is just sort of wandering down the street. Uh, All of a sudden, there's a a little fairy-like girl chasing him around, uh, being all like... (laughs) And uh, she tries talking to him. <clears throat> we find out his name is Sato. She's like, Saito? He's like, no, Sato, which is always a likable Characteristic and, To co- uh,
0: correct people's pronunciation. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> She's like, oh no, you lost your memory, and runs away completely. We cut back to Sato being more uh, at school. He sees more girls, gets very sadly horny again. It's kind of a running theme.
4: Yeah, a lot of... There are a lot more female
1: thighs than faces in yeah, this yeah. show, <laughs> I think. It's hard to tell <laughs> the women characters
0: apart because of how you just see thigh. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're supposed to be like... There's like a part where... He's like trying to piece together who this mystery woman is by looking at her thighs, and then looking at like somebody else, and like trying to compare their thighs. Yeah. Like do the do there, the oh, nylon stockings fit uh you
4: also skipped there's a prolonged discussion of Japanese recycling schedules yes.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's I think that's where we're at yeah. right now yeah was, was
2: my favorite uh she goes, do you even know how uh sanitation works in Japan, or have you been Americanized <laughs> <laughs> you've turned your back on your garbage day <laughs> and, it's
1: just, and meanwhile he's just going well, how much fucking bento do you
2: eat
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you some sort of opulent, western um, pig dog.
1: And then she just wanders off going, don't ever come to the supermarket again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, my observation on this uh, as we were watching it was that it feels like everything in this is leading up to a school shooting. Sure, yeah. Because yeah. everybody keeps like having these like muttering, intense moments with them where they're just like,
2: don't fucking go to the grocery store, yeah. you yeah. little cowards. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a secret society and all this stuff. It's a metaphor
0: for the Epstein scandal. Uh, <laughs> I was very worried that this episode was just going to be us talking about the Epstein case. <laughs> because we banked a bunch of episodes the other day, and they're all about the Epstein case.
2: I'll never forget the way Alex broke the news of Epstein's death to me. Uh, uh,
0: you might want to sit down.
2: I, uh, hey, hey there, big man. <laughs>
4: I, I had a I had a first date on uh, on Saturday and uh, we were like we we're like we're wrapping it up we're like on the train we're a stop away from where I'm getting off the train and she brought up Jeffrey Epstein oh no and she's like uh, and she's like oh yeah that guy who killed himself and i was like yeah sure killed himself and she's like and she's like oh do you think there's like a conspiracy and I was like you know what let's not <laughs>
2: somebody who went up to me, I don't know why, she just knew I would be the person to talk to about this, and she goes, I've been doing nothing but thinking about Jeffrey Epstein for the last few days, and I was like, days, that's cute. (laughs) You
4: merely adopted the darkness.
1: Um, So anyway, uh, we we end up back in the classroom. I'm trying to get us back on the (laughs) rails. I appreciate it. Um, we, uh, we see there's another dark-haired girl in a sort of Sailor Moony uh, schoolgirl uniform, and we find out her name is Ume Shiram- Shiranume, and uh, Sato is like, oh, that just looks like Ume-, Ume
4: squared. Can I call you that? And she's like, no, and slaps him <laughs> in the face. That was the only time where I, I was clear on why she was mad at him. <laughs> because this happens a lot throughout the episode. Yeah, right? And she's the class president, right? She
2: is the class
1: president, yes. Uh, he remembered, That's the only reason he remembered her in his amnesia, is because
2: she had re- volunteered yesterday to become the class president. So every day at school, the class president, uh, this girl slaps the shit out of him. <laughs> like he has a red mark across his face. Uh-huh. And uh, that's his school life. Uh, yeah, so that's weird.
4: Um. He's <laughs> got a red handprint on him, like yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks' volleyball friend.
1: Very much so. <laughs> strong Wilson
4: vibes yeah. uh,
2: for Sato at the end of every school day. Um, so... Uh, I had this idea where they redo Castaway but he washes up on Jeffrey Epstein's island. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> or like, they remake Hatchet but it's Jeffrey Epstein's island. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What about
4: lost? You know, they're just like, what's in the temple, man?
3: (laughs) (laughs) There's always green beans and shit. Wait,
1: I got this. Lord of the Flies, but it's just the children that are left after he's dead. (laughs) Oh, dear. So they end up back at the grocery store again. Uh, kind of the same thing that happens last time. The little girl shows up as following Sato around. Uh, there's a clerk that's coming up, and he starts putting stickers on all of this, uh, all these bento boxes. Try, and he's like, "Oh no, half price bento!" Sato charges after it. Bam, bloody on the floor again. Uh, wakes up in the back room, and we have a clerk. Uh, telling him, no offense, but you two look like a pair of lowly dogs. <laughs> <laughs> a, a clerk who has Piccolo's
0: voice, which I found very fun. Yeah, it's, it's Piccolo's voice, uh, or so we speculate. And Tall Krillin was in the supermarket. Tall Krillin was in the supermarket. Tall One Punch Man was in the supermarket. <laughs> but the point is that the the clerk explains to uh, our protagonist that there is actually a very intense caste system in Japan, and you are a lowly dog, and I can tell from your face. Well, there's this they have this fight club
1: thing. I mean, I think you could all... tell I think you could tell because he'd gotten the shit beat out of him.
2: <laughs> could you uh, th- in the span of 3 days there were 3 knockdown drag-out fights in a single grocery store. Yeah. Well, that's
4: where they do it, I guess. It's yeah. like every day. I don't know how they keep it underground, but <laughs> Cause there's even a part where he's like, uh, he's like, a lot of people are coming in here just to grab essentials, but others <laughs> come to test their skills. Yeah,
1: yeah saying, well, this is the hunting grounds of the ice witch. Yeah, uh, which and we he says ice witch, and then we're just shown a pair of thighs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, there's that.
0: We so he leaves. But yeah, yeah so it's like they set up the premise that uh, that if you want. Half-priced bento. You have to fight for yeah. it. It's Hunger Games. It's Hunger Games,
2: uh, but Japanese. So and
0: Battle Royale. So <laughs> Battle Royale, yes. This is
2: <laughs> genuinely the most original art I've ever seen in my life. Uh-huh. Just look at the premise of, okay, so we fight to the death every day for... For a mediocre down. box lunch. <laughs> yeah. I'm amazed that they made a
0: show out of it. But it's so cheap. <laughs> Like is it like how much of this show could there possibly be? I How many episodes are there? I'm gonna look it up. But I bet it, uh, I
2: bet it gets I, really intricate. I bet there's a lot of twists and turns. I in mean, this. they <laughs> might they
4: might just have more. They just might do different foods as it goes along. Like how Pac-Man levels progress. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so uh, he
1: goes he goes home the next day. There's another round. He goes to school. Uh, Ume squared uh, beats the shit out of him again. again. Uh, They end up uh, back at uh, back at the grocery store, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna fight this time." And he like hangs back, doesn't charge at the bento right away. Sees the fight unfurl, um, charges in a couple of times. Really gets his shit wrecked. Uh, but like at least maintains consciousness enough to realize what's happening around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, the women characters come in and beat the shit out of all the dudes, take all the bento, uh, and uh, and leave. Uh, and uh, as as <laughs> at the end of the episode, the vital the big like uh, button that we end the episode on is the ice witch lady. Uh, Who was, oh, uh, the Ice Witch lady, also the woman who was, uh, who he thought was saying, I love you at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, who was actually saying, like, you idiot. You idiot. Yeah, he's calling him a dipshit. Which I could see how you could mistake that for I love you. For (laughs) sure. I mean,
4: they mean the same thing to me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, she's walking away into the night and uh, she looks over her shoulder and just goes, Only the
0: strong dine on Bento. Fade to black. <laughs> oh, and then she says, "If you want to learn how to fight or oh, yeah, whatever, yeah. come to school tomorrow." Right. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I guess that's what the rest of the show is going to be. By is the way, it's twelve teaching
2: episodes. him how to fight. Oh, it's only like a limited. It's like yeah, a- it's twelve
0: episodes long. Makes sense. It's for,
4: a yeah. yeah, it's a mini series like Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, the one thing that we didn't get the uh, that I forgot about until just now is uh, the fucking awesome song that they're playing in the grocery store. Oh yeah, in there. Yes, that's yeah. There's a song playing in the background that's about how good fish is for you. Yeah, <laughs>
1: fish healthy, healthy, healthy,
4: good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Fishes, like, come here. on, let's get some fish. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, the song had no chorus. It was just a list of fish. I mean, yeah, the I whole thing
4: was hook. It kind of repeated itself a lot, but. Uh, <laughs>
1: but I really the show is truly a metaphor for uh, the future of overfishing
4: I I really love that idea though like if I ever like because there are like some of those weird precious grocery stores where they'll have like all this stuff I think it would be great to have one of those and like commission a band to write a bunch of songs about actual (laughs) products that you sell in the grocery store
1: the like like Shiba type stuff but for like yeah
4: but but just for
0: fish or or just whatever it's like, cereal. We got cereal. Come and get some cereal. <laughs> oh, it'd be really funny if they did that for like every type of business, too. So, like, you're at like, even you're at like an art museum and it's just like, come see Picasso. <laughs> <Burn or
4: pearl. laughs>
0: oh, welcome to the bail bonds, man.
4: We got bail bonds to get your friend out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: come on down to divorce court and leave your wife. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's the hospital. We got every operation that you know. The, uh, come and get your Botox. Come <laughs> on and get your Botox. Come, <laughs> on and, get your Botox.
1: come <laughs> on and get your Botox. Oh, wait. Is this a system of a down song?
4: <laughs> I was going for We're thought. gonna get some Botox. We're gonna get some Botox. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was just thinking about how that's such an overused uh, like stand-up thing where you like sing the punchline, but you just get to do it like carte blanche right now just because it was in the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love when you just get to be a hack for fun. <laughs> no, I, just, I, just,
4: I don't know if you've... Uh, Why'd you go Pepe- and
0: go to facelift? You wanted to. Uh.
4: <laughs> Eddie Pepitone has a bit that, on his last album that goes on For so long, that's just about how... (laughs) He wants to be a lounge singer who sings about real things. And uh-huh. it's just like, it's just like, why is it uh, that every time I'm in the shower and I see a black spot on me, I think I'm dying. <laughs> he does that for like 10 minutes.
2: That, that's the one where at the beginning, he's like, uh, in Brooklyn, there used to be doo-wop groups on every corner. <laughs> <laughs> where did they go? Were they put into camps? Yeah. <laughs>
1: (laughs) So I think Jake had a tweet that was about how, like, uh, Eddie Pepitone's In Ruins is, like, the only art form that prepared us for a post-Trump era.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, Yeah, check out Eddie Pepitone. Mm. Anyway, is that the end of the episode? That is the end of the episode. Yeah, all right, so uh, out of uh, seven (laughs) items in a bento box, David (laughs) Citrick. Um... Well, uh, is do, is there a dragon?
1: If we do, we'll find out. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna just because I want to see a dragon. I'm gonna call that seven out of seven items in a bento box.
2: <laughs> Specter. All right, I, I I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea here. Just because I am giving it seven out of seven doesn't mean I wasn't weirded out by all of the teenage thighs. <laughs> But you're giving it 7 out of I 7. I am giving it a 7 out of 7. I keep thinking about if Japan had, like, cancel culture the way we do. And it's like, yeah, you know the guy who makes the TV show about teenage girls' thighs? <laughs> it he turns said, out he something said something race. racist. <laughs> it, it, turns out, it, it turns out the
1: executive producer is actually just Dan Schneider.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so this is, like, uh, I don't really, this is, uh, I don't know. Is this a bad opinion to have? Like, everyone is, like... Like woke people are like so mad at Quentin Tarantino for his foot fetish, mm. but isn't it okay to have feet in his movie? Like, yeah, no, that's not what
0: that's not what woke people are mad at. him about.
4: <laughs> Well, no, I've seen that like yeah. folded into like
0: all the other. Oh criticism. No, no, it's like a little, it's a little <laughs> twist of the knife. Yeah. what yeah, they're mad yeah. about is is all the n words and stuff. Yeah, right.
4: Like, well, no, but I have seen that like on a list of grievances, mm. and it's like no, a lot of these are legitimate things, but it's like I think it's fine to have a lot of feet in your movie. Sure, it's, no, I kinda, it's weird, but I don't think it's
2: immoral or anything. I actually like that ideological position where it's like, <laughs> racism is wrong, sexism is wrong, feet are gross. Yeah. Those are my three things.
1: <laughs> but, I don't know a lot, but I do know this.
4: This is, just, this is fresh because there was like a thing on Twitter today where someone was like, the bad guys in... Uh, <laughs> like Charles Manson isn't the bad guy in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hollywood it's women who challenge Hollywood's power oh structure oh my god <laughs> and, and it's like yeah they butchered a pregnant woman <laughs> yeah. dude I, I don't think that's what they were
1: it's really they were
4: trying to you start made, a race
0: war what you,
1: you made squeaky from the villain in your movie you're canceled
0: yeah. <laughs> i still haven't seen the movie is okay. it good oh yeah it's great i love it it's a
2: great movie it's fine. I, it's fine. Uh, yeah. Mira Tandon did a lot of consulting for Squeaky <laughs> from. <a moment. laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway,
0: I'll yeah, get out of seven pieces in a bento box.
4: <laughs> um. You know what? I'll go. I'll go seven too. I'm usually kind of loath to give something the perfect rating, but I found it immensely entertaining, and I didn't know what the <laughs> fuck was going on, but it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I got to give it the same thing. Seven out of seven items in a bento yeah, box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, because we've gathered oh, God, all this ones. shit. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> oh, have we summoned the bento dragon? No, it's the ice witch. No. Uh-huh.
0: I'm a fish.
1: <laughs> we
0: I'm did. a fish.
1: <laughs> oh, you're a Tim Burton movie?
0: <laughs> that's right.
4: Uh, rest in peace, Albert Finney. We miss him.
0: Uh... I have a story that you tell that gets exaggerated over time. Also, you should eat me to get smart.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Carol Stryken, that's another real one that we lost from that movie. That's
3: another one. <laughs>
4: That guy was great. He's the huge guy. I never saw Big Fish.
0: It's (laughs) alright. It's kind of a skipper.
4: (laughs) Really great ending, though. A lot of emotional resonance at the end. Also, I fucked up. That's not Carol Strike, and that's the other guy with the fucking whatever you call it.
0: And who's
1: got some wishes for a Big Fish? Uh,
4: Yeah. Can I,
1: uh... I'm here to wish for a uh, 20-piece nigiri combo. Oh, it's done. Cut a little piece off of my tail. Oh, that sweet deliciousness. Mmm, I'm a very
2: giving fish dragon. (laughs) I don't know where to go. Anyone (laughs) else got a fish wish? I, uh, I wish that the Manson family can be celebrated for their role in challenging Hollywood's power structure. Oh, well that's a little beyond my power. But
0: how would you like a little nibble off of my fat tail?
1: I like how you're doing Alex doing the dragon voice. <laughs> that's it's very- the only way
0: I know how. <laughs> By the way, I've got some bad news about a friend. <laughs>
4: Yeah what the hell I wish I was dead. <laughs>
0: well luckily for you, I'm one of those fish with a sexy little poison sack. <laughs> get a little nibble of my
4: poison sack. Uh, thank you very much. Alright.
0: Time to go get stuck in a plastic six pack thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you got, it was Zoidberg at the end? Bro, bro, no, that's the sound of him disappearing. We're all dying of heat <laughs> so yeah, hot in I here. I am sweating
2: so much. I'm, yeah, I've sweat through this chair. There's, there's just the chair and me are one now. All right, well, we all had fun
0: with the big fish. Why don't we all do... Some plugs. Citric, what do you got? Um, at, uh,
1: at David Citric on Twitter, uh, me and my friend Ben Katzner are going to be in Boston doing shows over Labor Day weekend. So if you're around Boston, come
2: check those out. Follow my Twitter to see those dates, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Um, Specs. Monday, September 23rd, come down to the bar Mother in Atlanta at uh, 8 p.m. to see me and Alex do a co-headlining set. We should hopefully have a poster for it, I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Twitey, what do you got? Um,
4: on Twitter, at Twight Privilege, that's T-V-E-I-T Privilege. Um, I am going to be, if you happen to be in Minneapolis, I'm going to be recording my album this Friday and Saturday. That's August 23rd and 24th at Corner Bar. Uh, You can find details online at comedycornerunderground.com. It would be awesome if you came to one of those. And this is an even longer shot, but if you're in Eau Claire, (laughs) Wisconsin, uh, I'm headlining this Thursday, the night before, on the 22nd at The Plus... Um and also I just ate some poison. I'm going to be dead very soon, so uh come uh, to the funeral, I guess. Sh- shout out to the Eau Claire channel on the Ballin' Out Discord.
3: <laughs> oh,
4: oh, and uh oh, uh Freaky Torch at Dromedary Bar in Bushwick every Sunday night at nine-ish if you live in Brooklyn.
2: Oh, and whoever on your Discord asks what it's like when I come, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I right. think I might have instigated that <laughs> probably did uh, anyway find me on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder and uh, check out Podmins Cast Night oh, there's also, probably not a new okay. episode this week because everyone's in Vegas I don't know if they actually recorded anything also feel free to personally send me your Mario Maker levels a couple of people
1: <laughs> a couple of people on the discord have done that that's been a fun way to pass a couple of minutes <laughs>
0: Well, and uh, uh, Citrix seems to have his life together a little bit more again, so we're going to do that uh, tabletop episode real soon. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, we'll probably stream again at your house where you have all yeah, the for gear. Sure. Yeah, we should do that. We, yeah, should, we should
1: stream do. some Mario Maker. I'm on a real Mario Maker <laughs> kick.
0: <laughs> Maybe we'll do that. Anyway, uh, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super! Super. My wife.